You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. I'm Dane Lobb. I'm a public safety specialist with PG&E. If you're in your home or business and you smell gas, your first step is to get out. Travel to a safe distance until you can't smell the gas anymore and then call 911. The first responders will come out and they'll make it safe for you and your community. Welcome to the Two Robbies podcast. I'm Robbie Earl. He's Robbie Musto. And this is a midweek Premier League special that focuses mainly at games at the top of the table. Musty, let's start at the Etihad. Manchester City had all the possession, but couldn't get all the points. Yeah, I think um, disappointing, I think, is the, the, the first word that springs to mind, Rob. I mean, you, you expect it to be a little bit more open, a little bit more even in terms of the game plan. Um, but Who's you know, ga- Whose game plan? <clears throat> Well, just in general, a Man City versus a Manchester United, Rob. Mm. You, 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 normally, both teams go to try and win the game. Normally, Obviously, yeah. Manchester United didn't. Jose Mourinho is the manager of this football mm. club now, and that's the way it is. And today is no surprise, and that's what you get when you yep. when you bring in the manager. Now, I think where the interesting debate is, Rob, is was that okay? I mean, I think yeah. the, the consensus from from our from our guys in the commentary position, um, and and maybe you as well in the studio, Rob, about well, that's kind of okay. Mm. I'm just a little bit less happy about that. I don't know if it is okay. They they need to get in the top four. I think I think. Yeah, but, know, but they got a point, Rob, <clears throat> away in Manchester yeah. City. So what what more did you expect? I mean, you said I remember going back to when Jose Mourinho's been talked about possible money for Manchester United, and you said there were a couple of things that that, that troubled you. Yeah. He's, he's worked with young players in his style of football. Right. Today was style of football, but he got the job done. Well, that's okay then, is it, for Manchester United? United are okay with that. Do you think uh, they're going to be okay with that for the, for in, in all big games to just park the bus? I think he will do what he needs to do. Like at Chelsea, they didn't have the quality to maybe launch the counter-attacks that they would have liked to. Rashford made one or two good runs and the, the ball didn't come for him. But I think that's what he does, Rob. Yeah, I know. I, I had a debate with Rebecca before the game and I said, Pep wants beauty and style and control. Jose doesn't give a damn as long as it gets him points. 24 games unbeaten, Rob. One of the best runs Manchester United have had, 13 of them, Jaws. Josie doesn't care as long as his team are getting the, 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 the points in the bag. Yeah, but he's 14 points behind Chelsea. 14 points behind Chelsea with um, 13 draws. Like, that's 10 more than Chelsea. So, mm. you know, that style, Rob, I'm just, you know, f- yeah. f- this is United now. Yeah. I, and I, I, know he, I know he did it with Chelsea and won the title kind of with this, this kind of style. Yeah. Sometimes in evidence, sometimes they played some really good football at Chelsea in that mm. couple of years ago in the first half of the season. So, I mean, yeah, I'm just a little disappointed. I, I expected a bit more the, the counter-attacking style to be a little bit more, you know, attack, counter-attack. We didn't see any of that in the second half. But it's, it doesn't break any rules. It's really hard to play against. Uh, from City's point of view, you can maybe criticise. They didn't create enough chances. Yeah. But it's really hard when you've got the, a back four, Rob, that's, that's the, 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 the width of the 18-yard box. You've got Martial and you've got Mkhitaryan coming back to almost make fullback. It's like, it's like a 6-3-1. It, it was West Bromwich Albion reincarnated. Yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. It, didn't, it just didn't. If I'm being totally honest, Rob, it didn't feel good for me to see United play that way. But, I, listen, I accept I could be wrong. I accept it's a good point for Manchester United. Um, but, you know, there's not many games left 
left, Rob. And, and, and you know, the Europa, I mean, that's not, that's not a foregone conclusion. They're going to win that. And this was an opportunity to win the game and to get ahead of Man City and put them really, in, in terms of those teams in and around, favourites. Now, when you think of Arsenal, Liverpool yeah. and the two Uniteds yeah, to get right the top four, there, yeah. it, it was an opportunity today, Rob. Well, you know, let me be play devil's advocate as my role-off in this. So no Pogba, no Zlatan, no Rojo. So three players he would probably start in his in his best eleven weren't weren't available. And in some degrees, Rob, okay, we've come to park the bus if you're Manchester United and Jose Mourinho. When you look at Pep Guardiola's team, their attacking threat is their biggest part of their game. Defensively, there's still work to do, and we understand that that will be something they'll address. But I didn't think De- David De Gea was overstretched on any particular moment. The one that hit the, the post from Aguero was a good move, um, didn't fall for them. Beyond that, did they really create a chance that you thought should have, should have been a goal? Let me just go back. So, yeah, injured players for United. But what mm-hmm. about David Silva? What about Gabriel Jesus, the player that Yeah, but they've got a deeper on. squad, Rob, haven't they? They've well, got a bunch of players. Well, they're still, you know, City still missed important players yeah. that would have started this game, I think. So, mm, you know, okay. yeah, I get Slatan, I get Pogba, but, you know, City missed players Well, they still had well. 70% of the ball, yes. Rob, 70% possession. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, again, it's re- I just think it's really hard to get in behind a team that's mm. bunking in so deep and... and um, you'd expect with that amount of possession to get more opportunities yeah. at goal. Yeah. I think a lot of the shots were from distance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Aguero didn't have his good No, but it was, it was difficult. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, and, and, and you gave him man of the match, um, but Eric yeah. Bailly had a, a phenomenal game. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal game. And it, he, is, he is so good as a Manchester United centre-back now. And they defended really, really well, but with lots, lots of protection. So um, I, I think in some ways you, you can be disappointed with both yeah. sides, Rob. Yeah. And maybe that's why these two teams are, are not at the top mm. of the league and they're kind of going for the for a top four spot so kind of I don't know the whole thing of Manchester this year has been such an anti-climax even the handshake before the game Rob was yeah. warm yeah. it was warm between yeah, we don't want that I don't do want we? warmth <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know I just I just I, I, I want to be more kind of uh, appreciative of, of, of Mourinho's point there because when you think about Man City away with injuries etc and all mm. the games that they've had and and the results they've had over the last week's been excellent, by the way. He's reshuffled the yeah. squad. And he's got he's got it done. I just I just thought that they they could have given a little bit more, a little bit more attempt to play and to to give City more problems uh, than they gave. One just, thing I will, uh, on, Rob. Sorry, before mm. you. Just one thing I'll. Um, Vincent Company. Yep. Now it's great that he's playing, and it's mm. great that he can finish these games. It's it's so important for Man yeah. City. He had a really good game today, yeah, he and did play well, yeah. So yeah. I think they deserve credit mm. as, as as much as I criticise or I'm disappointed with United not doing more on a counter attack. I thought those two players in particular were very very quick yeah. to sniff out the first ball, mm. to win to win the challenge, to to, to not allow United's very quick counter attacking players to have a good day. Yep, I, I totally agree, and and I said before the game, it's so important now that the company finish the season, gets back into that rhythm of training and playing games and coming through. And, you know, he's still got a very, very important role. And as you say, did a good job at times of snuffing out Rashford. He, he was quite physical now and then, bumped him off the ball and did a few of the old pro things mm. that were important. I just want to talk about two young young players on both sides, Rob. I want to talk about mm. Anthony Martial for Manchester United. Yeah. Zlatan didn't play. Rashford primarily played up front. There was a little rotation. I mean... Well, is he is he going to be is he the player we saw last season? Is is that him at his best or Martial? He, yeah, Martial. Is, is he going to be a bit up and down? Is he ready yet to lead Manchester United's attack? Unfortunately, he's not going to under Jose Mourinho, is he? 
he's just not Rob, is he? He's just not a Mourinho type of player. Um, well, it, it, in some ways, it's sad to see because mm-hmm. I really enjoyed Anthony Martial last year. He had the, the trust of his manager, Van Gaal. He, he was a top goal scorer with 11 goals. He was quick. He was the, 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 the go-to guy in a very difficult attacking season mm-hmm. with the squad. When you look back at what he had as an attacking player, Van Gaal, compared to, yeah. to Zlatan, etc., and a few others now, Mkhitaryan, it was harder, and he did really well. And I just don't think it's going to happen for him. I think he's got his Marcus Rashford that he likes. He likes Rashford's mm-hmm. attitude. He likes his pacing behind. Um, hopefully that continues. No guarantees. Um, it's just it's just disappointing. And, and when you look at Mkhitaryan as well, Rob, I know we're yeah. talking young players, but I, I'm I'm looking at that game thinking, is he really Take enjoying this? Mm. Well, yeah, but is he enjoying this? Like having to, mm. to chase and to run back well, and to well, play as a fullback? And it, it, these, it, these are these are arguments and discussions we had about Eddie Nazard in his first year with, with Mourinho, but then went on to be Player of the Year, yeah. Rob. I, mean, I think that you're going to have to do it if you're going to be in Jose's team and, and you want to play in his first 11. Just just move it the other way. I just want to talk about Gabriel Jesus, who, who came on today, thought he maybe scored the winner. He's obviously going to be very important to the future. Do you think, and, and Kyle said to me, like we were talking about Aguero, and I said, I wonder if he's a little bit spooked again now that Jesus is back. You know, he was dropped before he, he got the injury. Jesus is back around. Oh, might we see a bit of a transition from Aguero to Jesus as, as City's number one striker? No, not just not yet. yet. Not just yet. I think because Ryan Sterling is struggling, Rob, mm. I think there's an easy option to have Sane on one side, Jesus on the other, and Aguero as the striker. Now, that's my thought. It, it, you might be right, or, or you know, it, Pep might think, you know what, I... I, I want a, a Sterling, somebody a bit different on that side, a, a, yeah. a wide player, and I want Jesus through the middle. Mm. But I, I, if it was me, I would play Jesus where Sterling's playing. I'd still continue with Aguero up front, Leroy Sané on the left-hand side, and then figure out the midfield from there. So I, I, don't, think, I, I don't see a reason why they can't play in the same team. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, though. Ryan Sterling's got to improve on his finishing. The big incident of the game, not before we wrap up on this one, was the Maran Fellaini red card. I mean... I can't see his argument, to be honest. I think he may be in trouble for staying on the pitch and, and getting a little bit involved when the, the red card was shown. Mm. I mean, he's got no defence, has he? I mean, no, he's got no defence. No defence. I mean, he, um, I mean, the, 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 after the, I mean, Aguero got kicked three times when mm. on, the, on the yellow card, and then he went after him again and pulled him back again. I, th- yeah. I think Martin Atkinson was going to his pocket for the yellow for a second, second yellow. yellow, and then the headbutt is a is a is a obvious movement towards the, the head of, of Sergio Aguero and the, and the direct red is the is a correct decision now you know that that put his team under a lot of pressure for the remainder of the match and he's going to be out as well now with yeah, all the yeah. games they've got coming up for, uh, for three games Did, from the from the Premier League anyway but so yeah no defence interesting take though from Jose I don't know if you saw the, the his yeah. post-match where he said well there was a certain little Argentinian that was part of it as well as though Aguero played a part in that. Is that Jose just being Jose? Yeah, he's he's he's, he's trying to you know defend his player, a player that he really likes in Marin Fellaini. Um, it just happens too many times, Rob, doesn't it? You know, he comes mm. on, he gives a penalty away, gives points away. Now he's put his club under pressure for the next few weeks. Um, and I know that Marino likes him, and I know that he can be effective in certain situations. But do, do you really think, Robbie, or that that Marin Fellaini is a is a Manchester United central midfield player? I do right now, Rob, because that's where they are. I don't think in, in the grand scheme of 
things where they want to be when they're challenging for titles. I don't think Marlon Fellaini would, would get near that, that midfield, but where they are, Rob, battling out, trying to get in Europa, not being able to, to win games. His physicality and size is important both in, in defence and attack. I think the bigger picture, Rob, just rounding this one up, is mm. there's two places, you know, pretty much Chelsea and Spurs are going to be in the, in, in, in the top four. Two spaces between Liverpool, Manchester City, Manchester United, and I'm going to throw oh, in Arsenal. Wow. Oh, I'm going to. The door isn't shut. Robbie I can't Buster. believe it I was, heard it. I nearly fell off my settee. Was, and <laughs> I said to my, my missus, my county, I was like, I can't believe what Robbie Hill just I'm said. Back. I'm the pajamas are back out. That's I mean, <laughs> they've, they've got a chance, Robbie Mustard. If you look at the league, they, they yeah, look yeah, at the league now, and with the games in hand, they can go right back in, in, into the top four. Which two end up in I'm there not, for you? Which two end up out? I'm not changing my mind. I'm not, I, I've changed it a, 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 you know, enough <laughs> times. I had out, um, back in January, I think it was, Liverpool and Manchester United. I had out. Mm. And I'm and Ooh. I and I'm not changing. So I've got Arsenal. You know, yeah. it, it's too too close to call, Rob. We mm. we we. I mean, how it's good, it could be come down to like one point between those three. It's going to be an incredibly tight race right yeah. to the finish for the third and fourth spot mm. of Liverpool, City, United, and Arsenal. Four mm. clubs going for two places, and you know who knows? Who knows? United, I think I don't think United are going to do it. I just mm. don't. I think the Europa is going to take yeah, over with injury suspension. So I'm definitely putting United out. And before I had Liverpool out and Arsenal in, that's where I could be wrong. That's where Arsenal's recent form has dropped them out now. That it, it could be difficult to replace Liverpool. I think Man City will stay in. Yeah, I, I really City do. Stay in. Um, so it's, it comes down for me between Arsenal and Liverpool because I think United will just drop away. And because I went with Arsenal a while ago, I guess I'm going to stick with them without much confidence. But what a great race is going to be. What, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, I, I go with City. I just think the quality, they'll end up in there. There's no way that they want Europa League football. And listen to this sound, Robbie Musto. I'm dusting down the pajamas from the back out for Arsenal. Arsenal's going to do it again and end up in the top four, as he always does. Listen, let's move it on, mate. Let's let's talk about the top of the table. Chelsea got the job done against Southampton in the M4-2, but at at 1-1, that game was in the balance, and there's a few nerves weren't defending set pieces particularly well. And I thought at, at one stage they, they might not get all three points in that one. But as ever, Chelsea and Costa getting a couple of goals, they find a way. Yeah, I thought Costa was excellent in the second mm. half. And my main takeaway from this game, Rob, is Cesc Fabregas. Yeah. It just is. I mean, he... It, it, How well has he been managed, Rob, by, by Conte to, mm. to, to stay part of this? Because to yeah. be honest, I was thinking... Get him out, you know that that's a bad egg in there. You you don't want a player like that that, that could so, work. So you were wrong. Do you think you were you were wrong there? Yeah, then, I was massively you wrong know, about, about Mourinho and the way he he kind of yeah. Or, or he might have undermined the manager, Correct. but he might have said, you know what, I don't like Mourinho and mm. I'm going to say it. But yeah. anybody else, I'm going to work for him. I tell is that, you, is that the truth? Absolutely, is that... hands up. Read it wrong. Um, Conte's managed him brilliantly. Mm. He comes on to games. He gives him an extra dimension. I still think he's got a big future at, at Chelsea, Rob. Well, he has in this system, Rob, with mm. five defenders yeah. and with Matic and Kante, you can have a, you can have two number tens, these little luxury players. Mm. And at the moment, it's Hazard and Cesc behind Diego yeah. Costa, and it's great for Hazard. It's great for Willian and Pedro, but it's also great for Cesc Fabregas because when he plays that higher wide role, yeah. he comes back into midfield. You saw it for for the got for the first yeah, goal, wasn't it? Where he's he got turns, a lovely understanding. That, yeah, yeah, he plays that ball in behind. It's got to be better for Diego Costa. Costa's got to be a happier forward when Cesc Fabregas is in the lineup because he knows he looks 
looks for him. Every time he gets out of his feet and looks up, he's looking for the big man in behind or over the top or down the sides. I thought Cesc was the main reason why, and a great selection from the manager, Antonio yeah. Conte, put him in, and they won this game. Just an okay. excellent performance. Okay, let me put it on you. You're Cesc Fabregas. You, you're playing some games, missing others, sitting on the bench. Comes the end of the season. You get your title medal. You've won. And then next season, you're happy to sit there again? Because I get the sense that that might not happen. I'm not sure at this stage of his career, Rob, whether he's going to want to be a bit poor player. This is a champion player who's played, you know, one of the first names in, in most teams he's played in. I think it's a great question. He's 29 years of age, mm. so he could absolutely get a really good move to another very, very yeah. big club. But is something special happening at Chelsea under this manager? They're going to win the title. Is next season going to be a Champions, Champions League, League campaign yeah, to, yeah. To, to look forward to, to enjoy? Does Sesk, and I think this is probably the, the, the most important part, does Sesk believe in himself that, you know what, I am really close to being a starting Regular. member of this team? Yeah, because I think he is close. Yeah. He is close. And in certain games, he plays him instead of Matic to play alongside Kante for the extra footballing ability. Yeah. But in this position... You can play. You can play him as well. It just means that Pedro Hazard have to to, um, to miss out for him to play. So, I, and living in London, and he, he must be so settled after being there for so long. I, I I just think, I just think he might stay on. Rob, I think the the project, the exciting times under Antonio Conte. I think he's going to want to stay on. Talking of projects, moving forward to, to Tottenham, who played after. Chelsea had got the win, so a little bit of pressure, seven-point gap again, and left it late. Christian Eriksen with a with a super strike from from fully twenty-five yards got them the three points. Are, are you seeing something more in Spurs than we saw last yes. year? It's this, this group of there's something about this group now, isn't it? They've got a little bit of mental strength, a little bit of yep. maturity. That I think that this game last year they had a panic job. I think yep. this game they'd have drawn nil-nil and and, and they've gone away disappointed, but. I said individually and collectively, there's something very different about this group of players. And I was explaining to one of my, one of my mates just very quickly on this one. Was that I, said, I said, do you know what? There's not many times I miss being around football. But when I look at that Spurs group, I miss what they've got, mm. a togetherness. I bet you they have a laugh on the coach, the training, the banter. It just looks to me like a really happy place to go and be doing your work at the moment. I thought... Pochettino did well in this game, Rob. I think he, he switched his system, mm. I think, after 25 minutes. He yeah. switched his players in yeah. the second half and was a little bit brave because I thought, Soko, mm, yeah, coming on. He took Dembele quite... and uh, Wanyama off. Wanyama yeah. had a, was on a yell and maybe yeah. could have got a second one. So, so, good so management. He, went, he then went 4-2-4. Four, four, yeah. And in the two in the midfield mm. is Christian Eriksen. Yeah. So you've got an attacking player. So I thought that was that, that was absolutely fantastic. To answer your question, I, I, I saw an extra determination, mm. an, ex an extra kind of sense of desperation to win this game that yeah. I don't think, well, I'm pretty sure we didn't see last year, Rob. It was yeah. a little bit, oh, this isn't going very well. And oh, we can't, you know, yeah, we're frustrated. We can't yeah. find a way through yeah. key games. This was like, we're going to make it happen. Yeah. I thought there was more the drive. Yeah. yeah, I thought then that's that, whether it's more maturity, as, as you said a few months ago about, you know, having the the the, the will, the, the sorry, the know-how to win mm. games. You know, they, this this was really one of those situations where they did, they yeah. did, and uh, I thought it was fantastic. I really did. The only thing I'm gonna, I just, I, the only other thought, you know, Rob, and and, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm switching from the game to a big picture item, yeah. but I just I, I just want to get your take on it. There's been a little bit of talk in the media about certain players. I think it start with Carl Walker yeah. about a new contract. Going, yeah, and. 
there's a, a little bit of talk about are these young, brilliant players of Spurs going to start getting their heads turned with some of the wages that other other guys are earning at clubs? Because I think Spurs, they're not earning the 200 no, no, grand a week. No, they're not. No. Is, is that any concern? Are you... I think it's a, a bit of a cause for concern, Rob. The, the, the longer um, they be su- they're successful, mm. and I know it's great, and I know yeah. they love the manager, and the, the club is going in a brilliant direction. Money always raises this ugly head mm. to turn the I heads of you. some players. I hear you. And, and listen, there's been plenty of talk. You go on international duty players tour. Managers say, I have a word with this guy. All that stuff goes on. I'd like to think on this occasion, Rob, and, and what Spurs do is like give you a new contract every year, 18 months, if, if they can. They try and do it that way, then, then go in the big mm. money. I just think there's something special happening at the football club. And I, at this time, and maybe naively or not, think that this group of players might just decide, you know what, I need to stay around this. It was interesting when Carl asked, uh, Kyle was on the sideline when we were back in England, and, and he said to Harry Kane about, you know, moving from this club and how do you keep this, this group together? And, and very, very quickly, Harry Kane said, there aren't many clubs better than this. Why would you want to leave this club? And I thought it was a really strong answer from a guy who, listen, if he came available, there'd be plenty of offers for him. Well, yeah. maybe this group might help keep themselves together because yeah. they feel they're onto something special. No, I think it's a great point. I think it's a great point. Uh, and, and, and it is special that's happening at Spurs. Mm. And I just, you know, I thought it was a game where Deli Ali was quite quiet. Kane was quiet. But Christian Eriksen stepped up. Yeah. And I'm not sure he, he could have done, you know, what he would have done that. Yeah, he wasn't always, he's not always been my know. favorite. But I know he, he hasn't been your yeah, favorite. I'll tell you what, I've taken my hat him. Yeah, brilliant shot, took responsibility. Is, it running, is, is their running going to trouble them? I mean, they've got to find a way to close this four-point gap. Chelsea go to Everton at the weekend. They need Everton to do them a favour. Spurs obviously host Arsenal in the North London derby. Yeah. Are, are tough games going to be the thing that stops Spurs? Um... I think Spurs have got to be immaculate. They've got to be perfect. And it starts from this weekend. Me and you are back in the studio together, yeah. Rob, this weekend. It's a massive game, isn't it? And I think Sunday is, is it. Yeah. Sunday is it. Because Chelsea's games after Everton away are, are very winnable for a team that's that close. Mm. And they can see the prize so close that they're not going to let that slip. Sunday is it. Now, of course, Spurs have to beat Arsenal. And Chelsea have to slip up against Everton for for this race to continue. Mm. Because after this Sunday, if if both teams win, four points, you're running out of games with their schedule, they can't be caught. So it's it's, it's, it's huge. Mm. And Spurs... I think will show their dominance over Arsenal that we've seen over the, the, the league campaign with the league table right now. And I think um, the Everton-Chelsea game is it. If Chelsea win there, I think we can, we can rub our hands together and say, you know what, they're, they're going to they're gonna find no ways to slip up now. What do you think? Well, I'm just interested, Robert. I'm going to bring Arsenal into the equation because yeah. they've you know, they got to win 1-0 against Leicester own goal from Robert Hooth doesn't matter how they go they get the three points the 0-0 draw today for Man City and Manchester United opens the door again for them I almost feel it might be roles reversed in the North London derby and, and for many years Spurs have been you know, trying to stop Arsenal maybe going on to titles or making for sure they get in the top four I think Arsenal are going to be extra motivated. I think Arsenal might go out with a, with a punch. People, I think this is a really tough game for Spurs just because of what's at stake and that Arsenal don't want them to finish above them, which is going to look like. Don't want them to, to, to win a title uh, before they do so. I just think that, that this might be a difficult game for Spurs at home. 
I think it's interesting. I think it's a, it's a, it's a good angle, yeah. And why wouldn't uh, Arsenal want to upset Spurs? Yeah. You'd think that. And, and we've questioned the determination of Arsenal mm. and the kind of the, the, the fighting ability, the character of this team a little bit. This will be interesting. Yeah. I'm still not convinced with the three at the back. Though yeah. what I saw of the Leicester game... Um, it was Monreal. It, it they was put Monreal in there, didn't they? Yeah, it was better. Mm, it was more fluid, yeah. Because I saw it firsthand from, from like 10 yards away when me and Lee Dixon were pitched out at the Riverside yeah, the first time the they played yeah. it. And it didn't look very natural. You did commentary yeah. that time, Rob. Yeah. I, I, uh, but, but looking at this, some of this, uh, most of the Leicester game, it looked, it looked flowing a little bit more and it released up uh, Ozil and Walcott with Sanchez. Um, playing up front, which I which I've said from as soon as he started doing it, is mm. that the reason why Arsenal can go a long way this season. He, he changed it around and didn't play um, Sanchez so much up there. But so I'm not still not convinced. I, I still think that that Spurs' power, their energy, the fact now that there's a little bit of talent and um, match-winning capabilities in more of this Spurs team now than we've seen over the last couple of years. I think I still think Spurs will just ram home that they're the top dogs in North London at the moment. Listen, there's the elephant in the room that's continued from very early on when Arsene Wenger said that there was a decision coming soon. It hasn't come any time mm. soon, but mm. are we at the stage where a big Spurs win could signal the end for Wenger? Are we any nearer knowing what, what the future holds at Arsenal Football Club? They're back in the picture, Rob. They've yep. got half a chance. They could finish in the top four. Does that, again, mean that Arsene Wenger stays? You know what? I think we'll find out... Um on FA Cup final day mm. because if he wins the FA Cup final and it's not it wouldn't be my choice of course I think it's time for change I think the board there's no way the board are going to pull a contract away from a guy that just won the FA Cup you know Louis, think, Van, Louis Van Gaal well it's just different isn't it Rob it's so different yeah, it's been there for so yeah. long in the relationship I mean if they don't finish in the top four which is very possible mm. and they lose that final to Chelsea um then I think it's really, really hard for him to stay on. But, but yeah, yeah. I've got to tell you, Robert. I Do you was think in, he's staying? I, you think I, he's staying? Yeah, I, I spent a bit of time in London after we had the trip. Oh yeah, talked to one or two people around the football club, and that all indications say to me yeah. plans have been put in place for next yeah. season. As yeah. though Arsene Wenger's there. There, there yeah. seems to be no conversation about him not being there, Rob. So listen, let's yeah. not be surprised if we're having no, the Arsene not, Wenger debate and the pajamas yeah. are out this time next season, and, oh, and we're gosh. saying the same thing. Listen, just before we. Go, mate. I'm afraid we, we, let's talk about your old club, Middlesbrough. Won what they call the, the Derby of Doom, but managed to get uh, three points. It at least gives them a little bit of hope, Rob. It, it's going to be a, a greatest of great escapes. Yeah. But, you know, decent day for, for Middlesbrough. Another shocker for Sunderland. David Moyes in this football club just seems like things, it's not a good marriage. No, I mean, it's. Um... It's just shocking, really, how bad Sunderland have been. I mean, of course, Middlesbrough haven't been much better. Mm. Um, There's six points from safety, Middlesbrough. I mean, it's going to be difficult now. They've got four games remaining. They've got some really hard games to come up as well. So, yeah, miracles of all miracles. But I think the, the almost the biggest story is David Moyes. And mm. I think, you know, this is worse than we expected, Rob, isn't it? This is a lot yeah. worse than I expected. When Moyes took over Sunderland and we knew that it's not a great squad and we know that they've struggled over the last few years, but I expected David Moyes to, to put up more of a fight than this. And I, th- I think, and what we're hearing from the end of that game, is yeah. that the, f- the fans are saying, Turned you know a bit, what? didn't they? Yeah, yeah what, what is this guy? He's done nothing for us. Nothing mm. but pessimism Doesn't and bad change, results. Yeah. Um, what, look at one of the worst records in the Premier League history. I mean, I, I, I still think he should be allowed to, to regroup, take a breath in the mm. summer and try and rebuild. But the pressure's grown on this guy uh, from, from the fans, maybe from the club. You know what? Maybe, maybe he's not the right person.
Yeah, and it's a group of fans generally at Sunderland, Rob. You know, whether you support the club or not, you generally get behind their managers, certainly get behind the team and loyal or hardworking, give people a chance. Mm. Something just doesn't quite seem right. But I w- what I would say in defence of David Moyes and where I'd put him alongside, I remember Rafa Benitez went, when Newcastle went down and he came out very quickly, the manager, and said, listen, I'm at this football club. I'm going to keep things together and we're going to come back. And I was fortunate enough last week on Monday night to, to see Newcastle uh, win the game against Preston 4-1 yeah. and, and, and bring themselves back up. And, you know, I just think that David Moyes has the possibility of doing that with Sunderland, but he needs everybody behind him and he needs a unified club, Rob, and he'll have to change one or two of the players within that squad. But David Moyes has, has, has been in that division. He started at Preston. He's a hands gets his hands dirty kind of coach. He doesn't mind that. I just think that, you know what, if you've got one as good as him, I'm not sure I'd, I'd get rid of him just quite so easily. I tell you what, I, I think it's a miles harder job, though, to turn it around and get promoted again. I'll, I'll be very impressed if he manages to mm. do that with, with so much change as needed. Let me just throw this at you. Their next home game on Saturday, yeah, Bournemouth at home. Mm. The home game after that, um, which is the last home game, is Swansea at home. I'm saying this, Rob. If, if, if that's a really... When you get Eddie Howe come in with his little old Bournemouth, um, if they outplay... Some. If they beat someone with, with great football and then you've got Swansea coming to town and they beat you as well, I'm telling you, I, I know the area. I know that, that group of fans there. They're, they're going to be baying for blood of the manager if yes, those two, point. the last two home games, go badly wrong. And we know Ellis Short and, yeah. and the, the hierarchy of that football club that, that he does... He does fire managers. It's just something to keep an eye yeah, on. I don't want point. it to happen, yeah. but they're big games at home. And you know what it's like, Rob. When you, And we've both played in hostile, horrible environments at home where yeah. you're struggling. Toxic, you lose. Yeah. It's blimmin' yeah. awful. And it could yeah. be at uh, that, that stadium. It's a really good point. And, and not help Sunderland, certainly. And Moyes aren't helped. That Raf has got Newcastle back up. So yeah, one's absolutely. going one way and one's going the other. So, mate, that's where I'll have to call it time. And on a week where the four-point gap remains between Chelsea and Spurs at the top of the table, the two powerhouses of Manchester had to be content with a point apiece. Remember, to be part of the Premier League conversation, look out for our next podcast on Monday after Liverpool travel to Watford and we'll take a look back at the last North London derby at White Hart Lane. And if you like what you hear, please rate and review the shows on Apple Podcasts. The ratings help increase our ranking and visibility, which allows more football fans to be part of the debate. So from me, Robbie Earl, and him, Robbie Musto, thanks for listening. Bye for now. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X dot You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. 
We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave.